You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. All right, so my guests are in studio with me, nine minutes after two o'clock, and we are unpacking this book. It's a new book, so you can get it at all leading outlets. In fact, it's going to be launched very, very soon, but, you know, we have the privilege. Nick Mthongo, who has edited this book, is in studio with us, and Lorraine Stolle, Utrile Tsipani is also in studio with us, and I'm going to start with you, Nick. I mean, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was thinking black text. <laughs> <laughs> what had made you so fed up that you wanted to deal with black text? Uh, actually, this is something that is trending. It was trending also last year, actually, yeah. you know. And um, But uh, what triggered it was that Jonathan, when I spoke to Jonathan Ball, any. And then she also had the same idea by coincidence oh. that, uh, look, uh, this is a topic that I've had and it would be very great to exploit. Mm. So, but she gave me all the freedom and liberty for me to, um, you know, to exploit it the way I want, you know, I in terms say, of assembling people. Yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Thank by the, the the depth and the differences in people's thoughts and, and, and ideas of black tax. I, I, I saw it as it's going to only be one dimensional. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I, I, it was a really bad assumption on my part, but I was surprised. Were you surprised, by the way? Uh, actually, you know, it was a well, carefully planned thing, okay. actually, uh, in a sense that I decided when I was... Uh, Doing, I, I decided to consult quite a number of people. Okay. Utrule here is my friend. Lorraine is my friend mm-hmm. as well. But I didn't take people simply because they are friends of mine. You searched them out first. You know? <laughs> yeah, I searched them out first. And then I realized that they have a story to tell. Yeah. And this is not necessarily... A, uh, uh, you know her story because mm. that story will resonate with lots of people mm. around you know mm. and it's not far away from mine so mm. I thought okay let me collect poets mm. uh, authors uh, academics mm. you know former ambassadors yeah. lots of people uh, rural urban male female uh, to have a balanced view and I'm glad that uh, the book is currently trending at the moment it's and wonderful it's, uh, yeah. no I, I was surprised so let's start with the with the definition for you nick what is black tax uh, actually for me uh, black tax is something that we normally use colloquially in mm. the township and mm. it's not something that is uh, it's got a negative uh, yeah. connotation yeah. Where w- the way we use it in township mm. because uh, actually in a, in a in a narrow sense when i go to a township today and i have to pay black tax somebody say hey uh, unemployed uncle will say, hey, oh, do I have oh, five rand? Oh, hey, oh, oh, be, uh, <laughs> hey, what, what, what? So <laughs> I thought to me that when I was writing, I thought, this is what black tax is all about. Mm-hmm. And also thinking of how inside my house, how many people have been uh, coming in and out, cousins, distant uncles <laughs> and whatever, you know, they're coming. So to, to me, that was um, what uh, it links to what, is black tax yeah. in the township, but it's, it's got some negative yeah. connotation. Yeah. But um, when I look at it uh, in a positive way, uh, black tax is what raised me, it's what made me to be me. Because um, I grew up under black tax, I wouldn't be able even to put together two sentences in that book if it wasn't for black tax, for instance. So I'm so glad that uh, yeah. uh, we managed to exploit it, not only uh, yeah. me alone, but with the colleagues that yeah. have contributed. It's, immensely it's exactly the book, that. Yeah. My first thought was, ah, this is going to be a negative uh, take on, yes. on black tax, which I was, you know, quite pleasantly surprised it wasn't. Utile, what's your definition of black tax? Wow. Uh, where do I start? Mm. <laughs> um, 
it's 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 something that uh, you know one of the the guys on the essays you know he goes on to say it's something that we are born into mm-hmm. um and then uh, you know that kind of explains you know where it comes from you know my take uh, even uh, inside the book is to say um it's something that i think it's systematic mm-hmm. in terms of what uh, has happened before in terms of the laws mm-hmm. um if you like you know in terms of apartheid mm-hmm. so yeah it's 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 something that is structured in that particular sense although it transcends many other you know facets uh, of our lives but i think uh, in essence part of it is what has been set uh, structurally in terms of how people you know or most of the black people mm-hmm. in this country you know uh, experience poverty mm-hmm. in that sense yeah lorraine for you mm Um sure black tax for me is is beyond the financial obligation that mm. we feel towards family and extended family. Mm. Um it's a good thing because growing up in in the township I was also raised on black tax but it is not something that um I was uh, obliged to do mm. by my mother but then um being here as a as a wife a mother and a stepmom um it means it has become so much more than i had expected it to be it's for me it's beyond the obligation it's a good thing but it also has some pressures yeah and, and you, what i liked nick is that what this forced us to do yeah. was to dig into why it mm-hmm. exists in the first place so when yeah. you know you were saying colloquially we will all ah, black text black text this black text that yes. mm-hmm. and the minute you start asking everyone their real story mm-hmm. then they start understanding and digesting goodness you know quite fairly and honestly mm-hmm. i am here because this is why we have to do what we have to do yes. subconsciously we have digested mm-hmm. um and i think when utlile you you mentioned how if if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the system that we had mm. you know you wonder would my mother be x would she mm. be y and if she was that mm. would i have to bring back home what i have sure. and always understanding that it was never about these people yeah the yeah. system mm-hmm. yeah. put us in this state yes um yeah. and it it's a hard truth isn't it i mean it it's it's difficult to sit with it it, it actually is actually uh, for me it was the first time i read about it that way yeah, yeah. from the book as yeah. well you know from one of the essays mm. which uh, takes black text from as utle has already said mm. from the apartheid yeah. era some traces mm. it trace it from 16 oh whatever yeah. was jan van riebeek yeah. came yeah. because also the system of migrant labor which uh, for instance um, allowed only men to work mm-hmm. so it institutionalized this system of dependency mm-hmm. so women were forced by the system to depend on men for wages and for you know so it's something that w- uh, that the book talks about mm-hmm. which i like but mm-hmm. that angle i like mm-hmm. best so that's, that's when lorraine talked about as a mother for instance it that essay rang home mm-hmm. you know because um mm-hmm. it simply means that within this black tax system as males we can always talk about being um you know uh, being oppressed by it somehow yeah. but women are double oppressed yeah. by it because you are married to a particular house you inherit whatever black taxes there and wherever you come from your home your mother still <laughs> expects you <laughs> you know hey guys yeah, yeah. Uh, look i mean and and some issues that if you don't ask and it mm. came through in the book 
if you don't impact, I think Fred Kumar is one of those people as well who who mentioned how, and until he probed mm. how others had contributed to where he is, you know, we just don't. There, it's not a thing, you know. Mm. Our the generation before us didn't see it as, as a thing to explain. <laughs> just how hard it mm. was to get to where it is. I think Utule mm. speaks about how, and I didn't even know this, and it obviously means that all of our parents had to go through the same thing, that if you were uh, going to maternity hey. as a teacher, you, mm. that's just that. You know, no. you're going to come back to work, you must start again mm. and apply for a job. It, mm. it just is absurd. You don't even, and it obviously applied to many of our parents, but they didn't mm. make it a burden on us. You know, it, it's not something that people said, did you know? <laughs> Which I think is a dynamic thing because it is only in this generation that there mm. is that term. Mm. Okay. Which I think is interesting because if you look closely, the same phenomena was given a term of an endurance, Ubuntu. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's, yeah, there's that, uh, you know, people are... I don't want to say failing to yeah. make the distinction, yeah. but sometimes you know it sort of manifests into yes. you know into into Ubuntu, yeah. you know in 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 that particular sense. And mm -hmm. it's interesting for me that you speak about uh, um, you know this particular essay. If you could see the manner in which I fashioned my essay, you yeah. know it straddles many many things. You know yeah. apartheid yeah. to say you know education yeah. as well, yeah. um, and you know sort of the laws that were set in in at that particular time. And as Nick alluded, you know the way it affects you know the matriarchs of our mm. family mm. because I mean, you know some of the laws were essentially saying do not live. Mm. I mean you are a married woman and then when you get pregnant you are off the system by mm -hmm. the first month i mean what is that and mm -hmm. it was a law that was there i went back researched it yeah and yeah it's something that was yeah that was there okay let's take your calls uh, be part of this conversation we're discussing black tax and uh, it's been spurred on by a book that's out now black tax by nick mtlongo uh, it should be in, in stores right now if not maybe next week but you're more than welcome to be a part of this conversation 0891 now. I'm in conversation with uh, Nick Mklongo, with Lorenz Tolle, Utrui Letzipani, and uh, they have collaborated and written really amazing pieces in Black Tax, but they're not the only people who've contributed to this book. Lots of other wonderful voices. And, and I found this quite enriching because the nuance for me was, was wonderful to reflect on. You know, um, <laughs> Lorraine, you, you, you spoke to about something on your piece that I thought, sure, it's going to be hard to deal with, but we need to go there. That, yes, since we have this and we understand why we are where we are, there are people who take advantage. You know, there are people <laughs> who think, okay... Kana Nick says he likes education. You know, every time we speak about education, <laughs> you know, he lights up. Oh, okay. I'm going to say, in fact, I, I, yeah, I have a personal story with somebody who does did the same thing, you know, kind of like, no, I want to study, whatever. And it's just a way in to to say, no, we know if you start talking about education, you know, yeah. you'll drop the world and do yeah. everything for us. We'll exploit the idea of what you deem to be Ubuntu. It's real. That also happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People, um, family really does take liberties. <laughs> and, um, and for me, it was, it was a bit of a shocker because no applications were done prior. Of course. Mm. And then... <laughs> Suddenly, the kids are here, and it's mid-December, 
an auntie and uncle have to make a plan. So it means that then um, you you relook the budget, you cut off some things, um, (laughs) and they know you will. (laughs) Exactly. They know you will, you know. If there's a sob story, you'll buy the sob story. So, so how do we then uh, manage ourselves? Because here we are, we've got another generation that we are teaching. So that, that boundary that you speak of, Lorraine, how do you teach your child about that boundary? And, and also being able to say, but you still need to remember that this, you know, you need to help. How do you manage the boundaries? Sure, it's it's hard uh, because I mean it's it's difficult um, living with um, teenagers that you haven't raised, and um, you know they come into your home with certain values. You have certain values, and it's like you become the auntie who nags, and you just keep at it. You know, you just keep at it until they get it. Until they get it that you know this is not this is not a boarding house. This is not a hotel. You have to chip in. Yeah, but but the truth mm. is, some of that narrative comes from somewhere. So so within the family, they have given you a name. It's not just a teenager. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, someone has. This is a discussion they have amongst themselves. That I, Mole, Mole, sweetie, Mole. You know, yeah. we we we're gonna get what you know. If you want a good life, steer yourself closer to this individual. The good life will follow suit. Zunaid, you're calling us from Mpumalanga. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, good afternoon to you. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for calling today. Okay. I'd just like to mention that uh, in Islam, we have the same system. You call it black tax. Ours is not called tax. It's called the zakat system. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's centuries old, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have to, we, ob- we are obligated by the system to look at those of your family that are in need most before. And if you find that that your family are all okay, there's nobody that needs the system, then you have to go outside of your family, your neighbors, your friends, and uh, out in your town, and after your town, your city, and uh, thereafter you can look for uh, other avenues to give this money. And it's a compulsory system. It's 2.5% of our our net income annually. Mm. And uh, maybe the system... The system that you have or the black people have comes down from Islam Africa. I, I tell you what, I mean, it's, it's a couple of there are different things to it, Zunaid. And, and one of the things that really for me has to be acknowledged, and until we are on the same page about that, is that I, it's not possible to find a black person, unlike you, Zunaid, where you are saying, when I look around my family, no one is in need. It's not possible within the black community of this generation. Yeah, so that's be- what I'm saying. Because the zakat system, the zakat system, is for those the, the Muslims have it as well. The zakat system. If you it doesn't matter what race you belong to, but the zakat system says that when you have an when you have excess money, you have to see to those people of your family in need first. So you're not hearing have, me. You're not uh, hearing me, Zane. I'm yeah. saying to you, it's it's not about excess money. And it's not about whether there is someone in your family that is in need. What I'm saying to you, with black people, there will mm-hmm. always be somebody in need. And yes, it doesn't uh, matter whether you have access to more money or not. 
Am I wrong, Nick? No, you're not wrong at all. Uh, actually, um, he, I think what he's referring to perhaps is uh, he's talking about the his assist is you know is within the system which it's a uh, different yeah it's a different, it's a different system which mm-hmm. maybe has been agreed to by it's a cultural yeah, it's thing. a cultural yeah. thing so with us with us in most cases it's not something that we have a choice to do you know yeah, yeah. I, I look after 15 people as you correctly point out i mean 15 people some of them they're still growing the number is still growing you know it's still growing so it grows and grows you cannot really say that um it, 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 it's something that is innate. It's 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 quite difficult to uh, you know to tell what uh, from what point is it. Uh, it's yeah. it's it, it, I, I, one of the things that this book does very well for me, which mm. is different to how we discuss it on the streets, right? Mm. Is is to really unpack the wound. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a difficult wound to unpack because yes. you're saying now it's fifteen mm-hmm. and the number is still growing. Yeah. This book expects us to deal with. Why is that number growing? Why mm. is it that you have a cousin or whoever in the township who hasn't got a job, who's never worked, who keeps having children, knowing that they will never work, yeah. living at your grandmother's house? Mm-hmm. Right? Those mm-hmm. questions, when you look very closely, there mm. are reasons and they all go back to a system that has failed a black person. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You put it very well, actually. Mm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Uh, it's it's like a, I mean, it's what I was saying earlier. Again, uh, people are, are failing to make the distinction, mm. and uh, you know, essentially not hearing us. We we were at uh, some some sort of talk shop that uh, was happening at uh, at, a, at a book fair the other day, mm. and uh, somebody stood up and made uh, not too dissimilar sentiments uh, yes. to to mm. to what uh, mm. the, the guy from Wolanga was saying to say within the Jewish community yes. there's something yes, you know that, yeah. uh, similar mm. to that, and and it's, it can it's never be the same. Mm. It can never be the it same. Can, I mean, yeah, as you're saying, it's it's more of a forced obligation, mm. and uh, it's not about access money. It's not about no. how. I mean, excess money, you know, it, it, it points now to, to certain things. It points now to wealth. Mm. Are we wealthy? Are you born into yeah. wealth or something? You know, born into, into that particular yeah. wealth. So, so we have a generation that is dealing with the basics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we're only trying to make sure if, if you are the first person to have maybe a degree, not even, even if it's just a job, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you, are at a, you need to deal with where is home? You need yeah. to deal with that yeah. because systematically mm-hmm. home and ownership of huh. home and property mm-hmm. is a problem all black people face in this country. Yes. It's not about whether your parents were clever yeah. or, you know, whether they were diligent people because there is that assumption that, you know, those who are lazy, blah, it's not, it's not that. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Mm-hmm. Systematically ownership of property was a problem with the system. Yeah. So you're going to have to start there and say, mm-hmm. okay, uh, since I'm now here and now we can own property, you start mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not the baggage that other races have. No, no. they don't. Actually, with us, the baggage, I'll make use of my yeah. example, for instance. You know, um, I- I- in my home, my brother, for instance, who is one of the first people in the early 80s to go into the university. Mm. He was going to do uh, medicine, mm-hmm. and all of uh, everyone in the street, 
knew that he's, <laughs> that he's a doctor. He's a doctor even before he qualifies, you know. And then they start counting. Okay, first year, say, okay, all of them know that it's seven years to be a do- the doctor. They don't even think that they might fail within the system. There's system. no room for that. No, there's no room within that, you know. But once you graduate, for instance, uh, you still have to pay tax on them. Uh, you still have to uh, get impl- maybe you get employed uh, far away from home. I get employed in Pretoria, I live in Soweto. It means that I have to go and live next to my employment. But the responsibilities keep piling up, you know. So you have to pay for that house or that townhouse there, and also the expectations in the township because everyone says, "Ah, oh, you graduated. You should be a lawyer." <laughs> You should be having this amount. You should be driving a Golf 7 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you tell them, I'm using how train. They say, it's out of choice. <laughs> so those are the things that we're... Yeah. We'll take your comments and yeah, we'll take your calls as well on 891 It's just gone 2.30. Let's get the very latest in headlines with Utsi Lesak. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> SAFM. 106.2 FM in Zanin. All right, thanks for joining us and thanks for staying with us. The Black Tax is the book that we're discussing today. And Nick tells me it's been out for two weeks already. So you're more than welcome to go get it before you go to the launch so we can discuss a book we've all read. I'm going to touch a nerve here and ask you a difficult question. So when, when many say, yes, after 1994... We're all on the same page now. Let's just stop bringing back the past Mm. because we have equal opportunities. And in fact, black women now Mm. are the commodity. So, you know, you guys keep talking about the past. You people keep saying the past, the past. You don't want to move on. How do you respond to that? All of you, anyone? Okay. Do you want to? No, no? Okay. Um... I think um, that narrative should stop because we have inherited the history of the past. We still are not earning the same. Education is still not free for our kids. You know, I, I, I live in a, in a place where I am like 20 meters away from the school gate, but I'm still on the waiting list of the waiting list. So those are the things that compound mm. to problems like these. Our children don't get the same opportunities. Can I also just tell you something else? <laughs> yeah. mm. ha- had you been at the school, you wouldn't be on the waiting exactly. list. Exactly. Mm. So, oh, yeah, that, right? So yeah, so yeah. Right? I mean, it's boys, clubs, Had your everywhere. mother been at the school, yeah. you I wouldn't would be on the waiting list. Yes, yes. yes I mm. wouldn't be on the waiting list. But mm. I've lived in the same area for the past 10 years though my my son is on the waiting list of a waiting list mm-hmm. colin let's go to you in cape town <laughs> hi colin colin hi your guest. welcome welcome to the show colin mm, you know I'll, I'll listen to this quite a few times uh black tax you know that can charity begins at home mm. which i agree if i if i got a mom and a dad and um say four or five brothers and sisters, six or seven of us in the house, you know? Normally, when we go out and go work, you know, when I still go and go to work, my pay pack at the envelope was never opened. I used to actually get in a hurry to get home to give it to my mom. And they used to open up my pay packet. 
I grew up like that. That's been on for about six, seven years. And when my mom and dad were battling a bit, I used to contribute with extras. I worked overtime and things like that, which I believe changed the game. But now, I'm just wondering, where does one draw the line? Now you've got aunties and uncles, and you've got cousins, you've got this, you've got that, and that, and that to the support. You are the only worker, and now you're doing yourself short also. Now maybe you get some siblings that are too lazy to go uh, to work or look for work, knowing, oh, brother Colin's coming home, it's payday today, mom's getting money, and I'll, I'll get a, a, a rand or two from mom out of Colin's money. So where does one draw the line? Thanks very much for that, Colin. Uh, let me take another call before we address that. Stanley, you, you're on the road. Hi, Stanley. Hi, good afternoon. Stanley Hi. from Hope, Canada, Northern Cape. How are you? Hi, nice, qu- nice talking to you, Stanley. Thanks for calling. Okay. Now, I think for me, it's the contribution that I'd like to make is, um, I think there's a lot of us that actually relate to this uh, issue around black tax. But I think in my experience, what I would like to share was, I was also one of the first kids that basically went to university. Um, and then obviously... Uh, you know, to equip myself, got a nice job. But I had a brother, I still have two cousins at home. It was behind me. Uh, I had to come up with a way to say, how do I basically deal with this uh, in terms of uh, relieving myself from the pressure, from putting all of that. So what I then did was, I actually kind of, if I can put it, forced my brother and said to him, I'm giving you two options. One, you go to university, and I support you in everything that you need. Two, if you don't go to university and you do your own thing, you are your own. Um, so, so what I then did was after we basically had what I called a, a annual AGM. Um, it's a fairly December you get together. <laughs> you, get mm-hmm. you sit around it. You sit around the table and you ask your cousin, "When You said you're going to do your license and I pay for it. Where is it? Mm-hmm. And then obviously we need to be able to answer. With my brother, university results come. Where are we? I mean, you consider in record time, he is honest, completed, fully employed now, and I'm fully employed. My cousins, they're still a bit struggling, but I had to come out with a way to say, how do I make sure that the guys that's behind me, I empower them, because there's going to come a point in time where I'm going to get married and start my own family and not be able to be, uh, be supportive as much as I am now. Sure, Stanley. You know, he talks about the AGM. We, we used mm. to call it my home, stoop talk. You know, <laughs> there, there is that discussion where, okay, who's where? That kind of thing. Mm. But having said all of this, the, the elephant in the room for me is that this doesn't allow us room for different or, or failure or just somebody who doesn't cut it. You know, mm. that person that just will not be able to get into university. Mm-hmm. That's normal. It, it, not all of us are going to make it into university. Mm. That person actually who's not going to earn the big bucks. Yeah. That person who's going to fail in life. Like it is normal for humans to fail. So yeah. there is no room for a different type of an outcome. Person who says, guys, I don't know what I want to study. I need a break. Mm. That, that that doesn't allow us that space. I'm going to take a sabbatical. Yeah, it, mm. just like a gap year. What, what's, what's that? that? What, what are you? Are you <laughs> what gap? What <laughs> gap? What? You know, it 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 denies us of often also following what is truly possibly your passion, because the passion may not yield results right right now. 
the passion. If you wanna go into being a guitarist, <laughs> what? You're going to be at the back of a band mm-hmm. and and a, a gigging and like, hey, get a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it means you must be working at a supermarket, so be it. Yeah. Problem with the supermarket is that you may not have the hours to to practice mm. to allow you to be really great at what you do. Yeah. Um, and can we go back a bit yeah. and, and uh, make a, a, an attempt to answer the, or give yes. a different perspective yeah. to what uh, Colin was saying, to say where do we draw the line? Yeah. Um, I, I even listened to him in terms of his language. Mm. You know, we might be you know speaking in English now, but the language is very, very different mm. in terms of what we refer to as relatives. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, th- I mean, the nuclear family, <laughs> that's a nuclear family, mm-hmm. but for us, it's, it's, it's an extension, extended, extended, mm. extended. First of all, so in terms of language, we use a different language. An uncle in English is not an uncle in Sitswana or in Sitswana. It's your father. There's only, you know, the word is only one. So even in terms of that, we have a different understanding of what a relative is. The second thing becomes, he spoke of a pay packet that he was taking to his parents. I, I think what I got in there, it was it was by choice mm. or he, that was taken. But uh, let oh, us it was compare. unique to his family. It was unique to his family. Mm. Let's say he was 25 years at the time. Mm. Let us compare the very same black worker at 25 years. Mm. You know, was the pay scale the same at that point? Chances mm. are, a def, uh, uh, you know, a, a definite no. Just last week at TUT, they, you know, they came out even, uh, in t- they were taken to court in terms of there were still pay scales between black and white workers. Mm. So uh, let's just say he's talking the 70s. Mm-hmm. We are where in 2019 mm-hmm. and we are still experiencing those again, that word, you know, that systematic problems. Mm. Well, one of the things that I want us to delve into, which doesn't come through a lot. So we, we are dealing with the past system a lot and it comes through in the book a lot. What I want us to challenge ourselves is, is dealing with the current situation because I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. If, if I know what I know about the past system and the fact that we are on a back foot all the time, right? I wouldn't have to worry about my mother going to a public hospital if the public hospital was a hospital that I can trust will do what it needs to do with my mother. So, and my added baggage is worrying about, I love my mother. I don't want to see my mother being left at the doorstep of a clinic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am going to push myself to get her a medical aid and, and, and. That means I have lost faith in a system that actually could have been part of my solution for where I am today. Mm. Uh, Actually, uh, it's closer to what you are saying, and I agree fully. Uh, Closer to what you are saying is uh, the essay by, I think, one of the contributors who talk about, um, I mean, it's just something close, who talks about... um, it, the system itself, whereby the welfare system that we have, social mm-hmm, grants mm-hmm, and whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you look at it, it's more of an extension of a black tax. Mm-hmm. But this time, a government is trying to system to, to put it in a system mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I mean, it's already government, it's already trying to do something that it doesn't know what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, it's something that... Uh, you know, will uh, it's something that helps me, and even my family. For mm-hmm. it helps me to think that okay, I don't have to always uh, look after my ex- cousins and whatever. You know, mm-hmm. to check on them because at the same at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, the government is they are earning a little bit mm-hmm. of something from mm-hmm. the system of the government, which I think mm-hmm. the person 
understood what I mean whoever came with that understood a little bit that there's uh, a challenge here in terms of mm. uh, you know leveling the playing fields mm. between what used to happen I- in other systems you know so I, I, I what I'm trying to say is that uh, we alluded a little bit into yeah. the current system yeah. through what is happening yes. but as I as you're saying uh, uh, whether that system is working or not it's another challenge the system mm. is not comprehensive right yeah. because mm. if if all of us in fact let's forget my mother mm-hmm. if you in your house you didn't have to worry about medical aid let's just take it yeah. off the list mm. medical aid because you realize that the health system in this country can carry you yeah. if you didn't have to worry about private schools because you rel- you knew that the school system in this country can carry you yes. that's one one thing off the list mm. if you didn't have to worry about the kind of security you're providing for yourself you have you know that bill mm. looks very different suddenly oh just all of your own needs your own personal needs meaning you can suddenly have more to do with more in your life and save for future generations or for yourself or do you <laughs> like <laughs> i mean it's, it's, it goes back to that it's that access money again I mean, <laughs> yeah. How I, many I, I, of you are uh, afraid to mention to your family that I'm going on holiday? Mm. <clears throat> you can't say it. I mean, they'll only see those pictures <laughs> on, on, on social media. And when those pictures are on social media, you know, you're mm. creating this, this, this thing to say you have the money, which yeah. mm. it, it, it's you, not there. You really are stressed. You need the holiday. Exactly. Even, even, you know, at some point, whenever you think, even, even uh, uh, things like a funeral that yeah. you are obligated to attend. Yeah. 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 And also weddings. Yeah. Sometimes you have to have an excuse mm-hmm. and say, no, look, uh, I'm not coming. Uh, will 500 be okay? Because yeah. whatever, no, you are saving a lot yeah. by not going <laughs> there. Yeah, that 500 uh, would have been uh, uh, you know quadrupled. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So so those are the things that I think we're learning as mostly as black people. We're learning mm. because and it's we're not learning because we're forced to learn because of the economic system and because of the pressures that we're having today, you know, every day the rent is going up. We also need to go and uh, even houses wherever we used to stay they are very expensive. Yeah, but folks, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we we people talk about how South Africans, uh, for instance, buy cars, and no other nation is obsessed about cars the way it is. The truth is, <laughs> if I felt safe about mm. traveling yes. in public transport, yeah. mm. South Africans buy cars out of necessity. The first yes. thing a South African wants to do with their paycheck mm. is. <laughs> To buy a car, yes. I, my hand is up. I no. don't care who mm-hmm. says what. I had been harassed enough in the taxi mm. to mm. know that you know the day I have my car, mm. I won't have to Number deal one. with this mm. because there's a lot happening in the taxi ride. There's mm. a lot. Yeah. Or leave home at 4 a.m. There's a lot. Mm. Mm. There's a lot. Yeah. Let's take those calls on 0891-104-207. Life happens with Pinelo Modine. All right, so we're back, and, and our conversation is around black tax. Here's a, a WhatsApp note. It says, Pimelo, I disagree with the fact that black tax is not part of black, black culture. It's only that our generation are abandoning it. It has been there ever since, for sure, not dependent on the fact that you have access or not, but the ability to sustain the livelihood of those who can't afford to sustain themselves. I'm Temba in Rustenburg. I don't think we disagree with the guy. No, no, don't. we don't. Mm-hmm. That's why the book is diverse voices, you yeah. know, it's diverse voices. And we are just saying in the system itself, 
there is some abuse. Mm. Like for instance, how about Yeah. That you have to, you know, every month you have to pay it, you know, without the Yeah. And then that's an abuse. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh yeah, we do they definitely agree with him. So yeah, in terms of that abuse, you, you remember when I was doing research for the book as well. So I went to this particular session that was discussing exactly that black tax, and you know the people were saying, at the moment that I decided that I'm going to stop paying this particular amount that I'm actually harassed to pay each mm. and every month, mm. I'm going to see if these people are going to live. Mm. Because now, okay, let's just say, you know, there's one within the uh, household who's getting umde and there's one who's, you know, who's who's working, let's just say, the mm. whatever, at that particular store. Mm. And those people lived. There's So 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 sometimes there, there are those elements of abuse that, that essentially do crop up. But, but I also mm. think that what we, we haven't even touched on is the... So at the point when you get to... I'm going to see whether these guys cannot live without me. The burden, just the the, the burden that sits with you and the guilt mm, yeah. mm. Um, is immense. I mean, we don't yeah. we don't discuss what that is like. That guilt of sitting with the ish, mm. but should I? But shouldn't yeah. I? Isn't that the right thing to do? You know, have I detached myself from the family? Am I being ungrateful? Yeah. Don't I know how much they've sacrificed for me? That is a guilt that nobody else can explain but somebody who's gone through it. Yeah, and, and I think actually you're right. And But where it becomes lots of, um, black text becomes lots of, of a burden for mm. me, it's when now at home, this is their expectation. You're no of longer, course. You are no longer doing it out of, of your course. own will. Yeah. You of know? course. You have to do it out of, <laughs> for it to be Ubuntu, you have to do it out of your own will and yeah. say, I'm paying for this because I'm seeing a future on this child. Mm. I want him or her to go to uh, the, uh, maybe mm. college or mm. wherever, you know. But the moment when I expect this person now to, uh, after graduating and working nice jobs and whatever, mm. to pay back, to pay, to pay me back mm. or support my kids, mm. then it's wrong. Mm. Because now I was not doing it out of Ubuntu. Mm. I was doing it out of, um, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it's like holding the family yeah. at ransom, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah. A and and it, it's got its complications, right? In a family, let's say, of five, mm. and you are all born of the same parents. Mm -hmm. You've gone through the same house, values, and everything, right? You, number one, educated the, the, the four. The expectation was that number four and three, on so as it goes, will help out. Number four decides, no, Nick, you're on your own. No, I didn't say we're in this together. Number four buys himself the house and sent and carries on with his life. You start having that difficulty as siblings and the resentment between yourselves about mm. what was the written code. Your expectation was at the mm. point that number four starts kicking off, number four will alleviate my pressure. That's actually why you educated number four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I just want to come in there. Um, mm. But there's always this written expectation mm. that because you are the eldest, yes. so you are expected carry to carry the all yes. the siblings mm -hmm. while they're living their best lives, you still stuck yeah. and they're like, how are we Are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Mm. And, and, and this, the, mm. also the, the hard one is mm. where siblings, mm. sometimes that un, un, unwritten rule where there was a decision made, maybe I'll get a job and educate myself further. 
denying you of the bigger paycheck mm. because you want to educate your siblings to be better than you. Yes. Mm. Who mm. then become more educated than you, who earn more than you, they've left you behind mm. and nobody mm. remembers why you are here. That's a, a, exactly. Mm. It's exactly what Fred Kumar, uh, closer to what yeah. Fred Kumar's essay yeah. talks yes. about. About Buloy. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> then yeah. says, yeah. And also, <laughs> him, <laughs> and also him saying that I wanted to do a PhD. Yeah. And, and then all of a possible. sudden somebody came home. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, but they had to, he had to uh, uh, leave his PhD. You've got to decide. You know, mm. and then uh, uh, support this person. Yeah. But it doesn't normally happen like that. Where it happens like that, as you're saying, where siblings don't support each other and whatever, it's more like, uh, well, it does happen, of course. But uh, uh, where it does happen is that uh, somebody, maybe the, his spirit of Ubuntu is a bit lacking. From my, from, my, <laughs> from my point of view. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's like his black text. Uh, it's no longer it, it was a burden it's yeah. no longer that's why the book itself mm -hmm. says is it a burden or, or ubuntu yeah. mm -hmm. so if you don't do it out of that uh, uh, saying that okay i was helped as well you know sometimes you are helped because we sacrificed even i grew up we were 10 at home eh? yeah mm. all the boys slept in one small bedroom mm -hmm. you know so one of us had to build uh, maybe extra mm -hmm. or maybe move to another yeah. house and whatever and take uh, some of the siblings with mm. you know so that's a sacrifice yeah. but it doesn't mean that um, so when I grow up for instance or when I'm well off I'm going to look into whoever is suffering from the same thing within the family because that was a lesson for mm. me I don't want mm. anybody now to be like me in these 20 years uh, you know 20 and then sleep uh, four of <laughs> them <laughs> in the yeah in the spongy how about two o'clock it has to wake up and yeah. light switch on the lights yeah. you know yeah. so so those kind of things it, 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 those are the things that i think are important for us to look into when we look into this black text mm -hmm. the good upliftment mm -hmm. of a family mm -hmm. that's exactly upliftment but once i start uh, thinking oh ah, he has just moved out of uh, Mm. And he went to something. Now mm. he's a big mm. guy, uh, mm. not mm. looking at the back uh, mm. uh, at the house. That person himself or herself has got some se selfish tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's from me, actually. That's okay, my. Yeah. That person in Santon is yeah. thinking. Listen, yeah. you know Jack here, mm. who hasn't got issues. Yeah. I I'm in the same position as Jack. Yeah. And unless if I jack up my act, I'm never gonna be like Jack. Jack is always going to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Because Jack, actually, the boss in this place, mm. comes from the same school that Jack comes from. Mm. Mm. And all, so they can relate in different ways than me. Yes. Right? Th before we talk about the fact that when I, you're still paying home, your parents' home, Jack can talk to his buddy. It's become now family. Mm. To his counterpart as, remember that school, you know. Uh, there's something that's closer about how they relate than how you relate. So this person in Santon has got their own pressures. Yeah. They may not be sending money at home, but they've got black tax pressures hmm. in the workplace in as much as we think they're selfish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think also, sorry for, yeah. Mm. It's the same thing as you, you find that we're working in the same, uh, you know, we're here, we're working, we're earning yeah. same salary. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's month end. We just got paid today. You know, I just got <laughs> paid today. And you say, let's go to uh, a pub, a, a, pub, yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. 
because you got a surplus. I don't have anything because, as I say, I've got 15 yeah. of those that I have to look after. They're waiting yeah. for the they are lo- Actually, Baba Mwe, they are phoning yeah. already, already since yesterday. <laughs> they know two days Oscar right. Levan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, a, an essay on the same. Yeah, it's one Exactly. <laughs> Eric, you're calling us from Joburg. Hi, Eric. Yes, hi. I, I, I like the conversation a lot. I think it's quite uh, informative and quite intelligent. I just want to uh, caution against thinking that uh, in order to advance our problems, we have to make them unique. Uh, when I go back to Colin's phone call, mm-hmm. I think it was heartfelt. Mm. And I think he was talking about black tax, which happened in the colored community, in my view. If you had to literally take your whole paycheck to your parents, instead of deciding whether to give 500 to a wedding, you are clearly in a worse position. And I think we should acknowledge that it happens a lot around South Africa in the communities that are not essentially white. Uh, and that admitting that does not make us uh, less in the struggle or less unique. Uh, I, I, so for me, I wanted to caution against that because sometimes mm. uh, uh, acknowledging that there's more communities that have the, what we have, we can be stronger by moving together uh, to fix it. Yeah. Uh, and I think the question of who how far does it go is very important. That's an uncle. In Tonga, we have Papa Mulu, Papa Mtongo. That's an uncle. Do you go as far as that? We always go everywhere where we can. But I just wanted to come in and say, guys, it doesn't have to be unique to us for people to understand our point. No point taken. Thanks for that call. Okay, uh, thanks very much. Uh, here's a quick uh, message that's come through. It says, hi, all black taxes relied upon to assist where African governments invariably failed, stock fells, Mokodisano, etc. It's part of black tax, d- mm. Daniel, in Germiston there. Mm. I mean, we, we've unfortunately run out of time. Can you believe it? Yeah. Uh, your last words. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to, to, yeah. to chew over here. I think oh. f- for me, the bigger question quickly, is just to say from here now what? Uh, how are we solving this particular thing, especially in terms of how it's linked to poverty? Mm-hmm. We need to change, you know, our particular situation as black people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who's who's the bigger guy who needs to be changing that? And it's systematic and structural. So that's what needs mm-hmm. to be dismantled. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I do agree with um, with Utwile as well. Um, we need to look at structural imbalances yeah. and yeah, come together civic organizations, the government. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think my parting words will be about the book itself, mm. that it's not exhaustive. Yeah. Uh, it's just opening up a, a debate, mm. a necessary debate mm. in South Africa today. But I just want to say uh, two thing, one thing. On the 21st, yes. we're launching the book. 21st of this month, on Saturday, 12 o'clock, we're launching the book at Ubuntu Crawl. Mm. So people should just come. The Ubuntu Crawl, that's where we make Soweto beer. So please and come. Just arrive. Uh, hey, just, arrive. just arrive. And also on the 26th, yes. we will be blessed to have you at the... Yes, we'll all be together at, 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 at Rosebank. At Rosebank, yes. you know, so please, let's do that. The book is called Black Tax by Nick Mplongo. It's a wonderful read and, and it will open your minds up in, in many ways. Thanks everybody for coming and thanks for a wonderful conversation. It's three o'clock.